I sighed as I stared up at the ceiling of my small room, wondering what tomorrow would bring. To be honest with myself, I was a bit nervous about being sent into the reservation. Would the werewolves resent me for being an outsider? Would they detest their confinement? Surely the government wouldn't have agreed to send me in if it wasn't safe. Knowing that I wouldn't sleep if left to my own devices, I took two sleeping pills to knock myself out. My alarm seemed to go off too soon in the morning, and I rose groggy, hoping that it would be an easy day. With a whole month inside of the reservation, I would have plenty of time to interview everyone without feeling rushed. There were only a handful of my belongings that I was allowed to take inside of the reservation with me. My toothbrush, my hairbrush, my camera, and a notebook and pen. Everything else would be provided to me once inside. John escorted me to a small shack outside of the reservation, where I was given a hideous yellow jumpsuit to wear. I was also issued three additional jumpsuits, seven pairs of underwear, three bras, eight pairs of plain white socks, and a pair of slip-on sneakers. He said that the clothes that weren't on my body would be delivered to my room inside of the reservation. We limit the provisions that the werewolves are given for safety reasons, John explained, forgetting to mention what those reasons were before continuing. Male werewolves are assigned blue jumpsuits. Females are assigned red jumpsuits. Medical personnel wear purple. Compound staff wear gray. And we've ordered this yellow one especially for you. He smiled, as if he thought I would fall in love with my new attire. That seems a bit prison-esque, I wanted to say, but I dare not insult their work. Perhaps this would be something else to go into my report. It felt like not allowing the werewolves to wear normal clothing would strip them of their sense of individuality and freedom. After I was dressed, John led me to the gate that stood as entryway into the reservation. From the corner of my eye, I could see two more personnel escorting someone in a blue jumpsuit towards us. It was Chris Abbott, scowling as he walked up to meet us. Resident Alpha Emmett will take you on a tour of the reservation. Then Devon, Resident Omega, will be your guide for the rest of your time inside the reservation, John said, and I wasn't sure if he was talking to both of us or just me. Open the gates, he called to the guard who controlled the gate. The gate squeaked on its wheels as it rolled open, revealing an athletic man in a blue jumpsuit on the other side. He stood with an inviting smile, and I felt a sense of relief wash over me at the genuine appearance of it. Chris's displeased expression didn't waver. Then again, the situation was quite different for him. While I was only going to be locked in with the werewolves for a month, this was a life sentence for him. Once he stepped inside those gates, he'd never be able to leave. I couldn't even imagine what that must feel like. This is Emmett Kennedy, Resident Alpha, John introduced us. Like a perfect gentleman, Emmett extended his hand in greeting. Emmett has been part of the Blackfoot Werewolf Reservation Project since he was 18. How old are you now, Emmett? 37 he replied without hesitation, his perfect teeth gleaming in the sun. It was obvious that the werewolves did not lack dental care. This is Taya Ravine, John told Emmett, journalist for the National News Network. She'll be staying with you guys for the month. And this is Chris Abbott. He turned his attention to Chris. He's the new addition to your pack. Please make him feel as welcome as possible in his new home. Will do, Emmett replied, motioning for us to follow him. I noticed that it wasn't until Chris was inside of the reservation that the guards backed away from him, allowing the gates to close behind us. This was it. My true journey into the lives of the werewolves was about to begin.